Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Eric's Corner on the Believe in Iowa State podcast. I want to talk about on this episode, I kind of want to talk about the reason why most of you listen to this podcast. And that reason is the potential of our players. You can listen to other podcasts, and I'm sure that you do, of talking about the big guys, the Hunter Deckers the Gyro Brocks, the Orion Vances and Will McDonald's, your tried and true players, the leaders of the team. You get a lot of that information from other podcasts. The reason why you listen to this podcast is you want to hear, okay, who are the unsung heroes and most likely the freshmen, the sophomore, the guys who have only been here a year or two, or this is their first year that are future leaders of the team that are going to be future NFL players that, you know, and also recruiting. And we're going to talk about that today in this episode. Kind of how those guys have been doing. I'm going to name an offensive and defensive player of the week. And and I'm going to take into account the f- first few weeks. But I'm going to name an offensive and defensive player of the week for the recruit- the recruiting class. And maybe some other guys that are notable. But what I wanted to start out today is talk to you about the future of this team. Because we played a game on Saturday. Very good game. We won big, 42-10. to 10. In my eyes, we probably should have won 42-49 to nothing. But, you know, you, you got a little bit of adversity at the end of the second second quarter. And I think we handled it well. I think we handled it really well. That could have turned south bad. I think Hunter Deckers did a great job at turning it around. I think Jirel did a, he was stupendous. But you guys already knew that. You guys already knew that Hunter Deckers was going to be incredible. We'd been talking about it all summer. You knew that Jirel was going to do big things. You saw it in the Clemson game that he was doing pretty well at running the ball. And all you heard about camp was he was stepping up. He was just getting even better. But you didn't hear some of the freshmen. And there was a tweet that I put out. Let's just get into it. There was a tweet that I put out last week. Don't be surprised when a true freshman starts tomorrow. Or whenever I put it. Don't be surprised when a true freshman starts tomorrow. And Jeremiah Cooper started. Does it have to do with injuries? Yes, there's a little injury. We have a little bit of injuries in the safety room. Not really going to go into that, but we have a little bit of injuries in the safety room. That's why, that's the primary reason why Jeremiah Cooper started. But Jeremiah Cooper doesn't start if he's not good enough to start, if you will. He's good enough to start for Iowa State. He played a great game. He played an excellent game. He dropped a lot of picks, which you hope in the future he starts he starts coming down with those. I think, and I said this on the podcast last night, I think he comes down with those in the middle of the season. Once he gets to the middle of the season, he's comfortable playing in college, not in that high school mindset anymore. Once he's comfortable playing in college, I think he comes down with those. And I think he'll come down with a lot at Iowa State. You saw Jeremiah Cooper Making tackles. You saw in another guy, Trayvon Howard. He was excellent too. Both of them, I was like, yeah, they could play right now. They could play right now. Jeremiah's going to need to get a little big, bit bigger. 
Trayvon's big enough. They're both ready to go, though. We could both we, we could both count on them. Trayvon made a huge tackle at the line of scrimmage. That's a play that, you know, previous Iowa State safeties, and I'm talking years ago, previous Iowa State safeties would not have made that play. Previous Iowa State safeties, their freshman year, I'm talking about freshman year, they would have waited back. They would have been a little bit, you know, timid of the situation. They may not even know where to go either. <laughs> but Trayvon Howard makes a big play. Tackles the guy right at the line of scrimmage. He made a few other big plays. Jeremiah Cooper made some big plays, batting balls down and being in coverage. They both had excellent days. And then you see a guy like Cartavius Norton. I mean, I've been singing the praises of Cartavius. I was singing the praises of Jeremiah Cooper for months. The whole time his senior year was going, I was singing the praise of Jeremiah Cooper. And it's, fi- and it's finally coming to fruition. I, I did have people DM me like, why are you singing the praises of this guy so much? I'm like, this guy's going to be incredible. And look, he started his first game at Iowa State. So I did the same thing with Cartavius Norton. I know I'm tooting my horn here a little bit, but I really thought when Cartavius Norton would come in here, I was like, this guy is the perfect hybrid between David Montgomery and Brees Hall. He has the burst of Brees Hall, just just insane out the gate. But he's going to break tackles and be vicious like David Montgomery. I mean, you see how many tackles Cartavius broke if you watch the game back. And you're like, holy shit. This guy, if you let him loose and he, and he gets a handful, of, a handful of carries in a row, you wonder how long it's going to take for him to really break one. And I really think, and I think for the next few years, it's going to come down in the conference. It's going to come down between him and C.J. Donaldson for who's the best big back. I think C.J. Donaldson for West Virginia is going to be an excellent running back, which kills me to say that. But he was unstoppable against Pitt, and they just didn't play him. I don't know why. But anyway, back to Iowa State. I was really surprised. I, I really liked Eli Sanders. I think he reached a new gear this year. I like Cartavius. I like Dion. I like all those running backs. Those running backs are incredible. I think Rocco was good. I think he was. I think for what he was called to do, now he, he, he didn't complete a pass. Those passes were right on the money. Were they good? We don't know. Both of them were pass interference. They were both right on the money, though. And... There's another guy that I really got to talk about. Two guys. One of them more in particular because he's a true freshman. I'll get the other guy out of the way. Tyler Onyedim is going to be a player here. He's going to be a damn good player here. Got the first interception of the season. He was pushing guys around. But a guy that I want to talk about even more because I think Tyler will be a really good player. I think he'll play outside. But the guy that I was just like, holy cow. They don't know what to do with him. Is Dominique Orange? Dominique Orange might have. He might have had like the one of the toughest jobs of all the true freshmen. 
because he was getting triple teamed the entire time he was out there. And that it, that might happen when he, he's in the Big 12 too, in the Big 12 conference play. He was he, It was incredible. I was like, this guy is pushing around three dudes as a true freshman. When we got his commitment, like a few days before, I was like, that guy, I don't know what's going to happen to him. He might, he might pick, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that like, we didn't really even know that he was announcing until like two days before. He's like, I'm going to announce where I'm going. And then it was like, there's some buzz for Iowa state. And then he picks us and holy cow. Like I remember back in the beginning of his recruitment, I was like, I really want this guy. This guy's awesome. But then he started getting Ohio state. He got Michigan. He got Notre Dame. He got this school, that school at Texas A&M, whatever. And I'm like, uh, he's probably going to another place. Probably going to school. That's all right. He's he's going to a blue blood now. Whatever. Picks us. And you saw yesterday that looks like a blue blood player. That looks like a blue blood player. And I think we got, I mean, man, he, <laughs> he is pushing dudes around. And we are, like, even when you talk about future, when you talk about future, you just look at a guy like him. You look at the, the linebackers, like Will McLaughlin, he had a good game. Karsten Marshall, Miles Mendezun had really good games. Miles Mendezun was everywhere. He was tackling guys on special teams. He was on he was like on every tackle when he was in the game for for middle linebacker. He was he was great. That's what you want to see out of a young guy. Is he in the right spot? That's like step one. And Miles was. Miles was in the right spot. He's making tackles. He was making plays. That's a guy who we can ride with. But you see, with the, the true freshman, you see Cartavius looking like, like he's ready to go right now. Dominic Orange ready to go. Cooper ready to go. A lot of the, the, the other true freshmen that played, they're ready to go. They could play. Now, I know it's against SEMO. I know it's against SEMO, and they're not good at all. They're not good at, at all. I think that quarterback was pretty good. I think some of their receivers were actually pretty good. I'm not sure about their defense, to be honest. But they, some of those guys weren't slouches. Now, some of them were. Some of them were. Some of them weren't, though. And I was very pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with some of that, some of the play that we had. And finally, to. A few few other things. One thing I'll tell you is Gabe Burkle. Go watch the first play of Gabe Burkle's career at Iowa State. He pancakes a dude. And two other guys. I, th- I think Gabe Burkle will be one of those guys next year who we all hear about in camp is like just crushing dudes. I don't know how much playing time he's going to get this year, but I think once Russ and Klotz kind of move on, I think that we're going to look at (laughs) people are going to hear about this Gabe Burkle dude pushing people around. That's going to be one of the names that comes out of next year's camp. I promise you. I promise you that it will. And it might even be right now. It might come out sooner than that. But I promise you that next next year it's going to be Gabe Burkle, Gabe Burkle, Gabe Burkle. Look what Gabe Burkle can do.
he had a great game too. We have a lot of young talent where they came in. This is what happens with a recruiting class. Really good one. And 2021 was a really good one. Miles, per- man, Miles Purchase was locked down. He you couldn't do anything against him. Bo Freeler had a really good game. Obviously, it's against Simo, but they all look really good. I'm very excited for the future. I think that our our floor this year is probably eight and four. I think that's that's probably where we'll be. But I think that's that's a realistic seven and five will be kind of a disappointment. Eight and four is a realistic what we should be. Man, I'm really excited about this team. And I think that the next two years it's just gonna keep getting better and better. I I think that I think that when that playoff, and this is a bold statement. When that playoff comes around in 2024, because you know they'll move it up. They said 2026. It's going to get moved up to 2024. You don't want to know why? Money! When it gets moved up, I think Iowa State will be playing in the first one. I really do. I think we'll be playing in the first one. I don't know if we get home field advantage. But I think we'll be playing in the first one. And hopefully we play against some Pac-12 team, if the Pac-12 is even around. Or some other team like that. Because then I, I could see us going to the second round. Anyway. Let's talk about some recruiting stuff. Class of 2023. Obviously, when you're listening to this, Blake Purchase commits today. He's going to commit on YouTube. I don't know where he's going. I'm not sure if anybody does. But let's talk about Iowa State's commits. I've been to two games for J.J. Cole and Jamison Patton, both Ankeny games. What I will tell you is you're probably looking at it going, oh, man, what's happening to J.J.? You know what's happening to J.J.? He's playing really smart football. He's taking what the defense is giving him. He's taking what the defense is giving him. That's what I'll tell you. He looks really good. He looks like a four-star player. Besides for the picks in the first game, he looks like a four-star player. And, man, he's one of those guys who I can't wait to come to Ames and see what he can do. Jameson Patton has been excellent. He has been excellent. He's been a really, really – he was a good target in the second game for uh, J.J. But on, on defense, he's been flying around. He's been making a ton of tackles, and he's been – just knocking people's daylights out. Tayshawn James has been doing the same thing. He's a really hard hitter. Now, I think that he has to make sure he doesn't hit the people in the head, but he's a really hard hitter. He's a really hard hitter, and he's flying around and making great plays. Abu Sama has been just smoking people, just running reckless against other just run reckless against Dowling Catholic scored four touchdowns against Dowling Catholic just running wild and he's been a lockdown corner as well I this class is probably the second best class in school history after last year and it, it if we get Blake Purchase and a couple other guys I think that it will be the best I think we'll see a progression with a lot of these guys. I really like the offensive linemen. 
But the two guys that I would say are my players of the week, my offensive and defensive player of the week for the recruiting is, let's, who do you want to do first? Let's do offensive. Carson Hansen had a four-touchdown game. Carson Hansen is going to be the next running back who's like, look at that guy. He's going to be an NFL player. He's not going to be as flashy in breaking tackles the way that Cartavius Norton does. But he is a hard-to-bring-down runner. He's very physical. He's very fast. And he's smart. He has great vision. He has really good burst, and he has great vision. And that's something that we need. That's something that David had. That's something that all our running backs have that lead this team is great vision. He has it. He's really good at cuts. He's fast. Scores four touchdowns. I mean, he's automatic. I'm really excited to see him when he gets to Abe's. He's going to be a lot of fun. And the guy on the defensive side who I'll give the kind of the player of the week, the defensive player of the week, Samuel Same. That guy's a freak. He was listed in the top 100 freaks by Andrew Ivins of 24-7 Sports, and he is a total freak. He batted a ball that got intercepted by his team. He he needed to step up for his team because they were really close with the team that they were playing, Manhattan. They were playing the team out of Manhattan, Kansas. And he needed, he needed to have a big game, and he did. He had a really good game. He was tagging guys in the backfield. He is... I'm trying to think of kind of how he plays. But he's going to be a really good defensive end for us. Really tall, really long. I love his play style. Really fast. People are going to love him. He's not some big dude who's kind of slow. I mean, we've had some defensive ends who've been kind of slow, not very lengthy, trying to get to the quarterback but just can't really rush the passer. They're more of a run stuffer. He's kind of your next level guy. He's going to be a run stuffer. He's very good at it. But he's going to get after the passer because he's really quick. He's really tall, but he's not like Annie, who's just really big. He's massive. But he's he's kind of wiry, but he's going to get he's going to make the plays. He can make he's kind of a dual threat defensive end, if that makes sense. He had a great game this week. And Carson Hansen. So those are my players of the week. But I think we have a lot of guys who are really special in this class. Anyway, guys, I think that's good for this for this Eric's Corner, this episode. We have a really good we have a really good week ahead of us. I think we're gonna win this game. I'll let you know what my score prediction is a little bit later. But man, this is fun. Take care, everybody. Enjoy your week and go cyclones. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.